Oh, who am I? That's right, I'm Bayless Jones Jr. because I muffed yet another punt in another game for the Bears. This is John Zaglou here with Sports Talk Chicago. Why is Bayless Jones still returning punts? Why is Bayless Jones still returning kicks? Why is Bayless Jones even on this Bears team anymore? Yeah, I went there. Why is he a part of this promising organization? Why is this one bad cog still a part of this team? What benefit does he bring to them besides, hey, if he somehow gets the ball in his hands, watch out. Yeah, that's if he could catch the ball that goes into his hands. Bellis Jones muffed yet another punt on a hop, and he decided somehow, some way to go for it, and he muffed it, lost the ball, Bears lost the possession. Huh, does that remind you of anything? Because I remember last year, two times in fourth-quarter situations in which the Bears were leading, there was a punt, and Bellis dropped the football. Both those games, the Bears were in front. Both those games, the Bears ended up losing. Now, it's okay because last year they were formally slash informally tanking. That's fine. This year, not the case. Last year was convenient. The Bears did everything they could to lose games, and Bayless Jones was actually a helpful piece of that. He single-handedly cost the Bears two games, so good for him in that situation. But we're past that now. This year's about winning. This year's about progress. This year's about development, legitimate development. This year's about potentially making the playoffs. Can you tell me today that Bayless Jones Jr. should be on this team moving forward? Can you envision him being the Bears punt return man, kick return man in a playoff game when the stakes are that high? If he can't even catch a ball in the preseason when the stakes are this high, how can he do it when they're raised up to here? You get my point, right? You get why I dropped the football to open up this video, right? It might have been funny, but... This is ridiculous, and everybody's to blame, by the way. It's not just Valus. I know I'm piling on him right now, but this actually goes all the way up to the top, and Ryan Poles, and Matt Eberflus, and Luke Getze, and here's why. If you recall, Valus Jones was Ryan Poles' first offensive pick. Loyalty much? And Ryan Poles, 95% of the time, I've praised and agreed with, but there's that 5% that needs to be called out, and that's this. Ryan Clearly, it's not working. I know you're tied to him. Your heart's tied to him because he was your first offensive pick. You care about him so much. You want him to succeed. You don't want to be looked at as an idiot in the draft process during your first year. But I'll tell you what, everybody will forgive you if you cut him. I won't even care about it because at the end of the day, it was your first year. You came in late. You inherited a horrendous team from Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy. No one's going to blame you for striking out on this pick. No one's going to kill you for saying, wow, Ryan Poles really screwed up there if you just spent $100-plus million on talent and players that are going to come in and make this team better. It's okay. If you cut him tomorrow, I'd say, hey, Ryan Poles, great move. I know you drafted him, but let's just move on. Let's shake hands and move on from the deal, and let's talk about what's going to come for this team. Let's do that together, all of us. Because clearly... This is not working anymore. Bellis Jones told the Chicago Sun-Times that all week, all camp, I've been doing a good job catching footballs, feeling them out, even when we practice in the stadium. That's a lie. Clearly it is. This article goes on to say from NFL.com, and I love this quote. 
I almost laughed when I read this, and I'm laughing right now. Fumbling was an issue for Jones as a rookie. He botched his first preseason touch a year ago. So there's already a pattern established in his first preseason touch. Now we're in his second preseason. The same pattern still being done over and over again. And fumbled three times in the regular season. Jones returned just five punts last season while muffing two, both in the fourth quarter of losses. So let me get this straight. Five punts returned in total. Two of them muffed, so three of them he actually caught. So 60% of the time, he actually caught the punt. That's a D, D-minus grade. He'd be failed in school. He'd be failed in everywhere else. This isn't baseball. Okay? You can't catch it 30% of the time and make $10 million. No, 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 not here. You've got to catch the ball when it's kicked to you. And everybody talked about in the beginning, Bandler's being such a high-impact, X-factor, exciting player. Well, let me tell you this, Vantage Jones did not do much last year. His running numbers were impressive in nine attempts, but he only caught the ball seven times and was targeted 14. The real question becomes, what does Vantage Jones bring to the table, if anything? What value does he add to this team? Answer is nothing right now. I think at this point, it is not an overreaction to say he should be gone. I know everybody told me that last year when I said after every time he fumbled, he should be caught. John, you're crazy. John, you're an idiot. John, you're a lunatic. John, you're trigger happy. What are we going to say now? You can only justify so many mistakes in this fashion. Look, if he was a quarterback and he had a tough first year, 12 touchdowns, 20 picks, we could go back and forth and say, hey, here's what happened. Here's why it happened. Let's see if he can improve come year two. We did that with Justin Fields. This is different. This is a simple catch-the-ball issue. And if you want to be called a wide receiver or a punt returner or a kick returner and you just can't catch the football, we got bigger problems here. Now, if you want to be a running back, if they want to convert, maybe Bayless, you know, a running back, kind of, kind of like Ty Montgomery, if you all recall, was with the Packers, wide receiver for years, and they had no running back, so he just became the de facto running back, and it did work. If he wants to do that, I could totally see it, but the Bears don't have a need for running back either. They have five of them. So what is Bayless Jones doing on this team? What sort of value does he contribute today? And why is he still being trotted out there to return punts and kicks when he can't catch the football? What are we doing, guys? Last year was fine. The goal was to lose, and Bayless played a big part in helping them lose. Good for him. Not going to work this year. Not going to happen. This team is too advanced. It kind of reminds me... Cubs fans out there, Starlin Castro, 2015. Uh, so Starlin Castro's on the Cubs from 2010 to 2014. He was the poster child of the horrendous years. But in 2015, when the Cubs got good, there was really no place to put him. He was horrible. They benched him famously, then brought him back. And by 2016, he was off the team. I like Starlin Castro as a baseball player. And he was a talented player in his prime. But the Cubs realized with this new era of Cubs baseball, Starlin was not going to be a part of their plans. And I think the Bears have to realize here, this is not last year's team. This is not entering the year thinking, we're going to rebuild, we're going to suck, who cares, let's develop him. No. This year is, we have to win something. We have to at least be 9-8, and eight, right? Minimum. And we can't have people weighing us down like this. Blowing games for us, blowing possessions, blowing field position, getting in the way. Vanless right now is a liability, not an asset. I worry. I cringe when I see the ball kicked to him. I'm like, oh, is he going to catch it? I don't know. That's not what we should be expecting from an NFL player. High school, peewee football, Pop Warner football, sure. 
right? Of course. Naturally, these are kids trying to learn the game. NFL, no, too little, too late. If they want to keep him as a running back, or maybe a running back wide receiver hybrid, or I don't even know, maybe I could see justification for it. But if we're talking about him being the punt returner and or the kick returner again, guys, come on now. We've seen this not work out multiple times. We've seen it not work out again. And everybody says, well, no, he just did it a couple of times. Well, out of the five punts he got to return, he muffed two of them last year in the fourth quarter. He muffed one of them in the preseason last year. Now he muffed another one in the preseason. Okay, this is a pattern. This is not once in a while. Oh, he needs more punch kicked him. He won't muff it as much. No, two times out of five is already too many. At that rate, 60% of the time he make the catch. So if he got 20 punts kicked to him, there would be probably, on average, six, seven, eight muffs. Not acceptable. Because each one of those muffs would probably occur in a situation that would not behoove the Bears. And really, any up at any time is not going to behoove the Bears. doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't care if it's 47 nothing. you muff a punt. Because it, it, it leads to a pattern. Right? If you muff even when the game's not on the line, eventually you're going to muff when the game is on the line. It's going to turn into a habit, a pattern, and it's going to be a problem. So we all have to come to the conclusion Everybody together here, it's time for Vandalus to go. I mean, you can't actually convince me he still deserves to stay, right? I know Bears fans were fractured, and there's no more fracture. We can all unify around this, right? I would think. I mean, there can't be many Vandalus Jones truthers out there, right? And if you are, I don't want to be disparaging. Then comment and tell me why he should stay, but I don't see a need for him to be here anymore. I don't see a need for him to be on this team anymore. If he wants to go to another tanking team, I'm trying to think of bad teams, maybe the Rams are going to be bad this year, maybe the Cardinals, you can go there and help them lose more games. If a team's looking to lose games purposefully or tank or whatever it is, Ellis Jones is on the market, tank him. But if you're actually in the business of winning football games, this is not somebody you want on your team right now. And I will say, you're free to bash me if somehow they keep him and he turns it around and never mups a punt again and becomes Devin Hester. But come on. I really doubt that's going to happen here. You're free to come after me. You're free to go back to this video and trash me and say I was so wrong. But you can't blame me at this point in time, mid-August 2023, for saying it's time the Bears have cut ties with Bandless Jones Jr. Right? Can't blame me for that. This is horrendous. It's frustrating to watch. And it's going to carry over like it did last year into the regular season. So Ryan Poles, Matt Eberflus, Lugetzi, somebody from the Bears organization, if you're watching, please cut Vanless Jones. It's over. And this is not personal. This is not me disparaging his character. I never said one thing about his character. I'm talking about his on-the-field performance. It's a joke. And this experiment, I guess, quote-unquote, needs to end. I am sick of seeing it. Please get rid of of Bayless Jones Jr. You want to see more of that? Then keep Bayless Jones around. But if you're worried about this team winning, if you're worried about somebody catching the football, I think we've seen enough. 
Thanks for watching today's program here on Sports Talk Chicago. Appreciate all of you tuning in. Subscribe to the channel for more Chicago Bears content, and make sure you follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago. And by the way, big thank you to John Meadows. He's directing and producing behind the camera, but he threw me that football to open up this video. Thanks for watching, guys. So long.